Goosebumps again every week. It gets me. Big League Magazine, run to the finals podcast. Round 21 already. Can you believe it? Brought to you by Slater and Gordon. If you've got a legal issue to tackle, give Slater and Gordon a call on 1-800-555-777. Joined by Maria Cialis, editor of Big League Magazine and Pam Whaley, senior writer, uh, as uh, each and every week. Uh, morning, girls. How are we? Great, thanks. Yeah. Had a coffee today, so... Oh, that changes yeah, everything. That changes everything. Yeah. <laughs> and Pam, you spat your chewy out, so that's great. After I your did, coffee. yes. You're welcome. Oh, we weren't going to mention that, were we? Sorry. Yes. Uh, lots to get through on today's show. We're going to have a look at all the headlines. And aren't there plenty of them? Headlines from the game of rugby league in the week that's just gone. Uh, we might have a look at uh, what might make the headlines. Have a look at all the games that are coming up in round 21. We've also got a 1970s masthead on our big league. Oh. Uh, yep. All the pages look like they did back in the day. Oh, fantastic. Great touch. Uh, well done, Art Department over there at Big League Magazine. Yeah, doing well. Yeah, excellent. Uh, we're going to go to our uh, stats corner, our fantasy uh, uh, look up with Chris Kennedy, or CK1, as we like to call him <laughs> here at Big League Magazine podcast. <laughs> and we're also going to have a look at our... Some of us got their fearless predictions right last week. And some sucked. <laughs> <laughs> what is this, like pick on Pam morning or something? Maybe. Jesus. Uh, and we'll have our social media star. This is, a, <laughs> this is gaining traction, isn't it? Uh, the social media star of the week. Uh, and speaking of social media, we'll tell you how you can win. Uh, it's a great trip. A four nations trip. Trip of a lifetime. That's what it is just by using the hashtag MyBigLeague across social media. But some of the headlines that have dominated uh, throughout the course of this week, the bunker was back in the news for all the wrong reasons. People suggesting that the $2 million wasn't well spent because Joe Burgess dropped everything else in the game on Monday night, but maintained possession when uh, having that try, scoring that try, although it was disallowed by the bunker. Which way did you see it, Maria? I am on the fence, as usual. Nice. Um, look, when, when when we um, they they, re- they produced some other angles of it, and it did look like he lost control. But look, I can go either way. I think people are a lot harsher on the bunker than they should be. Mm. To be honest, you know what? Because it's easy. And it it's is nice to be harsh yep, on the bunker. Yeah, Pam. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of on the fence as well. They they did release a, a new angle, which is how they um, came to the conclusion that he had lost the ball. So you could see that there was separation. Mm. Um, but yeah, it, w- it it could have been a 50-50 call and I think that it was a little bit of an overreaction, but that I guess people just didn't have this new angle and then people were already angry about it. So we we're not going to get people to change we their minds. To, yeah, yeah exactly. we have to remember that. And that's wrong. Yeah. yeah. That's wrong. We should well, see everything. That's the whole point of the bunker. And the bunker should see everything before making decisions. I had no problem with the decision, to be honest. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's hard to maintain that thought when everything else around you is saying that it's wrong. You know, the commentators are saying it's wrong. The newspaper says it's wrong the next day. And then the newspaper the day after that says, oh, maybe it wasn't wrong. Uh, you know, so mm. clearly he is losing control of the football uh, when he's putting it down. The big thing about it is it was so crucial. Yeah. Like they were back. South Sydney were back in that game, scores that try, 18 all, game on, and then it just frittered away after But that you've point. got to think as well, it's also crucial for Manly of as course. well. So if the if the call goes the other way, mm. um, and then there's a blow up there as well, and then potentially that could be the wrong call Man- as well. And Manly that fans be... probably aren't as loud yeah, well, um, as South Sydney supporters, so it probably would have gone under the yeah. radar. Yeah. Well. It could mean it could mean it could have meant you know the end of their hopes for the finals as well. So it did, it did have big implications, I guess, whichever way it went. But um, one bunker call does not a game make. So if you drop the ball, 
um, you know, complete at 65%, you're not going to win anyway. So it's one decision I don't think can cost a team a game. Can't believe you bring balance to this podcast. Yeah. That's not what we're Stop about, it. Pam Whaley. Yeah, Jeez, fantastic. Sorry. Uh, Again. Now, now, this is the story that keeps bringing itself to uh, what's an ugly head, I've got to say, too. Robbie Farrah versus Jason Taylor at the West Tigers. Do, uh, you delve into this a little bit more, Maria, too, in this week's magazine. Yeah, our um, staff writer, Ben Lonigan, talked to Mitchell Moses and Dean Hallatow, who, um, you know, obviously can't really offer any real opinion other than we do what the coach says. Um, but they well, I think there's something in that for everyone, isn't there? <laughs> well, yeah, they did say, we'll do what the coach says. So, mm. um, And Dean uh, Hallatow especially is really good mates with Robert Farrow. has known him for however many years, yeah. taking his position. Yep. Um, so he's like, honestly, it's a little bit awkward, but, um, you know, we all want to win. We all want to play finals. And Robbie, missed, Robbie could miss the game on the weekend with a calf injury. I hope not. Calling that one for Fox Sports, oh, yeah. Australia Sports. Oh, yeah, that would be a down. at Campbelltown <laughs> Stadium. <laughs> Um, Paul How early do you have to get up to get there at You have to be there two hours beforehand, <laughs> before you go oh, on at 8.30. Yeah. yeah, well. You're, like, you're kicking the dew off. It's like the under sevens again. Mm. It's fantastic. At least it's um, over and done with for the day. Well, that's true. I've got a, a, a Lily Pilly FC gala day to go to. There you uh, go. Win-win. <laughs> Sorry, team. Um, uh, Paul Vaughan's also in that game as well. So there's mm-hmm. a lot of talent uh, within that intra-super premiership. But I, I think we're getting closer to a resolution. Certainly we're a lot closer to a resolution than we were when this started 12 months ago, quite obviously. But I think there's an, an understanding now that the feeling I get is that Robbie Farrar understands that he won't be at the club next year and that he won't be back in first grade this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think uh, it, it... Unless there's heaps of injuries or something. Uh, I think it just needs to um, be resolved one way or, or another. Obviously, it's going to be a tough pill to swallow for Robbie, but um, coach's call, coach's, coach's word. Mm. Um, so, you know, it is what it is. Uh, he is burning all around the country at the moment. Uh, it's, the thing about it is he's owed $950,000, we think, for next year. He's got to get it in some way, shape or form. The thing for him, in many ways, he does care how he gets it, but he's just got to get it. From the West Tigers' point of view, they've got to get it to him, but they want to pay as little as possible. Mm-hmm. So their best option is getting a cashed-up UK club that will come in and pay for it. But the likelihood of that, and Robbie's got to agree to that, mm. is, I think, less um, appealing for him. And I think he's very keen to stick around in the NRL because of his view that he wants to play State of Origin next year. So that means a club could pick up Robbie Farrar very, very cheaply. It would be a great investment, wouldn't it? Especially for, yeah, you do Newcastle or? Well, well or? no, because they don't, they, they're looking for um, youth. Yes, and they already have Danny Levi there and they've yeah. got Tyler Randall as well and they believe, you know, Danny Levi is their long-term hooker over the next, um, you know, 10 years or so. So they're not going to buy someone to come in and then take his position. Yeah. Uh, but maybe... Maybe Cronulla, Mike Lennis is yeah. Is or retiring did they or? they bought Manaya someone? That, yeah, just signed for yeah. them. So yeah, oh, right. yeah, okay. that, it, it makes it very interesting from Paul that Manaya point of view. Sherrington, by the way, who <laughs> yeah. New South Wales Cup hooker. So he was he was coming off the bench for first grade. Yeah, um, and then was dropped down to New South Wales Cup, and then now he was New South Wales Cup hooker, and then Robbie Farah's come in. Now he's <laughs> back to the bench in New South Wales Cup as well. So he's wearing if, number nineteen this oh, week. He might get a game because of that injury. Paul Manaya. Yeah, he's, um, now. Every three or four years, you go to your shed, if you're a Dragon supporter, you dust off the old oust-doust banners that you have and you make your way down to the Leagues Club there um, just opposite Cogra's Jubilee Oval. So it's on again. Um, This time, um, it's probably 
uh, a well-orchestrated media campaign, as much as the results have been disappointing for the Dragons. But the thing about it is it all flared up at a time when they were just outside the eight <laughs> and they were challenging yeah. for it. I mean, the performances haven't been good, but, you know, we seem to get this every couple of years about Peter Douse. And he is, or oh, he's doing well. He should buy a lotto ticket. How many years has he been? 16. He's the longest wow. serving CEO in the National Rugby League. Yeah, I, I find it, I have a lot of Dragons friends and uh, family who are constantly on this, but you're absolutely right. Like they still, if they can beat the dogs on Friday, um, still very well in the running for the top eight. Um, and I don't know what's different this year compared to every other year that they need to ask, like what, what's, what are they mad about? They need a signing, though, Pam. They do need. A I reckon they need yeah. a signing. Well, they just they just got Tarek Sims mid season, and they have just uh, actually re-signed Matt Dufty, who was the we were talking about last week yeah. as well. So he's there till twenty twenty, I think. Um, but but so, I mean, they need they need someone in the spine. So nine, yes, six, seven, definitely. or one that well, is profile. This is maybe where Robbie Farrow comes in. But the thing is, is the Dragons are linked to any player who comes on the market. As soon as they come on the market, it's oh dragons um so yes they do need someone um we're still not sure what's happening with benji marshall there as well mm. so uh but L- looks he's more been there for 16 years yeah. I, I i really don't understand it i don't understand why maybe maybe that's the here. crux of it maybe 16 dragons, years that's yeah, it. yeah maybe dragons fans just want something new so they can see see something else I don't know. They won the premiership fairly recently as well. And, and that's right. From an evolution point of view and from a political point of view, Peter Douse needs a signing because then it's you can start looking forward next year to a bit more. With it. You know, they're not that far away, are they? No. You no. Know, they, they've played di- at different stages. But yeah. the last few weeks, you can understand why the pressure has mounted because yeah. they've been very disappointing in their, in their last three losses. Now, no surprise that the Sharks don't get a home final. The teams don't get suburban home finals. I don't know why you'd want to do that other than you like playing at home. But to play at Allianz Stadium in front of a bigger crowd, the Sharks' groundswell of support is massive this year. So ride the wave, Sharkies. Absolutely. Why would you uh, kind of potentially shut out 20,000, 25,000 fans that you could get at Allianz Stadium um, to only have you know, 10, 15, mm. what is it? What's the max at? Oh, 20, it's about 20, 21 or 20s? something like that. Yeah. 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 Plus they all go into yeah, the King Wan restaurant yeah. after. <laughs> exactly. The car, so that's where the, they miss out a little with bit. The other, with the opposing fans teams as well. So teams fans. Yes. Yeah. As well. Um, <laughs> having a shocker. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't see why you would, the NRL hosts these finals as well. So that's they right. get the gate taking. So they, they're able to decide what they want and, that's fair enough, I think, if they want more gate takings. Fair enough. Whilst we're on the Sharkies, Mick Innes, I reckon he took everyone by surprise this year, uh, this week in announcing his retirement. It certainly took me by surprise. Maria, you? I I literally gasped when um, oh. it started. Give us an example <gasps> of that. Oh, <laughs> Not <a> Mick. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, I've had a lot to do with him because over the years I've done a lot of bulldog stories. Sure. Um, and he's honestly legitimately one of the nicest people I've ever met in rugby league, um, as well as still being in really good form. Mm. So, um, yeah, it was a big shock. But he's got a huge family. I can imagine at this point he just wants to – hang out and he'll probably have a pretty good media career going forward. I think he's um, already, well, he's doing a lot of stuff with Mm. Fox Sports. I think he'll do a lot lot more uh, in the years to come as well. Um, So, yeah, done well. Thiday and Maguire suspensions, no problem with that. Manu Mau's suspension, no problem with that, to be honest. Um, Lisa Nama, grade three, three three, weeks. Yeah, three weeks. I thought maybe a little unlucky that grade two, but, you know, 
did whack him in the head and Tim Grant took no further part in the game. So you understand that one. Um, things are happening out at Penrith. Clawsome, I think, is the, is the headline we read today. Uh, Peter Wallace resigns. I think that's really great. Lalani Latu resigns. You just want, you'd love to know the numbers on this. You wonder whether they picked him up cheap because he is a very, very good player in the making. And just and, and now they've got a squad there with the extension of Trent uh, Merrin as well. Where, um, the nucleus is there, Pam. Yeah, that's very true. And we've been saying it for the past few years as mm. well. You know, they've been building and building. And um, some of the players who were quite young a couple of years ago, you know, Maddie Moylan is 24 or so now. Bryce yep. Cartwright's still only 21 or 22 or something. Mm. And, and some of these younger other guys as well, you know, Dylan Latins, Lesniak and a few of them. Tamari Martin. Like exactly. Yeah. Nathan Cleary. And yeah. Yeah. So um, not only have they developed some of these guys over the past few years mm. and past few seasons, they're still bringing in some of these younger guys as well you know they're 18 19 year olds so um yeah they they're definitely building for the future but they they still have a pretty good chance this year as well so mm. massive game on saturday night uh cowboys up against the storm no jt what does the result mean then maria it's it's a bit sad isn't it i was really yeah. looking forward to seeing those two teams play full strength i think the storm obviously will take this opportunity as well to go hard for the minor premiership yes. so um, they're going to play, I think, out of their skin. I don't know. I don't know what it means, to be honest. Um, the Cowboys still do play. Like when he went off the field, I know they were already very well in control yeah. last week. Yeah, Bulldogs were rubbish. Um, yeah, they were terrible. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> Sorry, I thought I slipped that in there. Right? <laughs> um, but I, yeah, it's, it, they haven't had any disruptions really mm. um, for the past however many years. So I'm interested to see how they come up against such a good team and I think they'll hang in there. I wouldn't be surprised even if they managed to steal a win. The Cowboys. You're yeah, sticking look, with the cows. Look, I tip the storm, but oh, look, we'll talk about it later. Maybe How many fences my, can you sit on? Any uh, one podcast? <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Round 21 in a nutshell. There it is for the run to the finals podcast brought to you by Slater and Gordon. Give them a call. one 800 555